Hello and welcome to Spotlight On, your Griffith College alumni podcast. Today we are delighted to welcome Regina Rogers-Fallon, who studied a BA in Interior Design, graduating in 2010. Today's podcast will shine a spotlight on Regina's academic and career achievements. Regina is the owner of Regina Rogers-Fallon Design, an interior design company. Regina combines her artistic eye and experience in customer service uh, with her BA in Interior Design from Griffith to deliver a bespoke service to clients across Ireland. So welcome, Regina. Uh, lovely you. to have you. Uh, first, let's kick off with uh, your current job title, which is Interior Designer. Um, a very interesting job, I presume. Yeah, um, a very interesting and uh, busy job at the moment. Um, I specialise in um, design and build, so the construction end of things as well as, as everything else that goes with interior design. So, and obviously that sector is very busy at the moment. Mm. So, yeah, so it's a very um, exciting job at the moment. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about your current role, what your, what your kind of task was? Well, I think you're always working from project to project. So you never know what your next project is going to be. So you kind of, I leave myself open to anything and everything. So as I say, I specialize in design and build. So I've done an awful lot of um, renovations over the last couple of years. And I've kind of gone from one renovation to the next. So say over a three and a half, four year period, those projects tend to, to go on for nearly a year. They always go over time. So by the time you you come in at the tendering process um, and, you know, you get to know the client, you build up a concept, you start to pull the design together and then the design is implemented. Then your project managing, obviously, tradesmen mm -hmm. on site. Um, by the time everything is finalized, like each and every project over the last couple of years has gone on for nearly a year. Wow. Um, so... Yeah, so then, you know, I'm just finished the last about two months ago and I went from that into a commercial project. Um, something I hadn't done a huge amount of work with before. So I redesigned um, a office in Harvard Street. So wow. that was really interesting and exciting. Okay. So, um, yeah, and I've probably got about five different clients on the go at the moment who are just looking for interior finishes. So that's that is my job at the moment, and that's where I'm at. So you never know what you're going to be doing really from one month to the next. But mm -hmm. it's um, all systems go all the time, and it's great, you know. That sounds very interesting. Very yeah. busy as well. Very busy. Yeah, it's exceptionally busy. And when you're a sole trader, I'm actually I only I work for myself. I don't have anybody. Um, giving me a dig out and that's probably my biggest problem at the moment <laughs> <laughs> so if we um if we just back up slightly you said you, yeah. you've moved into designing an office an office space yeah was that yeah. very different in from from the, the home space or were the demands very different the demands are very different um yeah because when you're dealing you're dealing with clients in the residential kind of uh, situation you're generally uh, dealing with one person or two people but i felt in the commercial um sector that every decision had to be put by approximately 20 people <laughs> so anytime there was um, a design presentation it was into the boardroom and there could be 20 people sitting around and everybody is going to have a different opinion you know so it takes it it takes a lot longer really to to finalize decisions design decisions 
Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know, with regulations and everything else, there's a lot of, of kind of things that have to be looked at closely. So, yeah, so very different. And did you manage to put your own kind of spin on, on office design? Because I know office design is, is one of those where I've worked in a number of places and, and it's very similar from office to office. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, it definitely was. You would know, you know, when you walked in, it was designed by Regina Rogers Fallon. Colour is a huge thing for me. You know, I love, I put a lot of thought in. It's finding the right balance of colour, but I like, I like pops of colour, distinctive colour. Um, so you'll always know. And I like kind of con very contemporary mm -hmm. furniture pieces. Um, so yeah, yeah, definitely you would know that I implemented, it was implemented by me, there's no doubt. <laughs> Sounds very interesting, yeah. some, some lucky people going to work every day. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I think a question I'd like to ask is, do you ever worry that, you know, you've, you've gone through the brief, you've agreed everything, you've signed everything off, and then you hand over the keys at the, the very end, and what your clients might think in terms of, will they like it? No, because you know what you're you're designing okay you do have to to build a concept and by a concept it's you need to realize your client's style you know and obviously obviously i you go in as a designer and you implement your own style to a point mm. it has to meet the client's style in the middle type of thing you can't just go in and decide that the client is going to like everything you like you know so there's a lot of work involved in that and you build up the the concept um but then you're working through decision making all the way through you know what i mean down to uh, plug sockets and you know so it's never going to be a case that you know the final okay the final day comes and everything's done that somebody's going to turn around and say they didn't like anything because they were they were you were holding their hand all the way through okay you know so yeah <laughs> so thank god <laughs> thank god yeah no everybody's usually generally very happy by the time we're finished you know that's fab and obviously running your own company what kind of challenges day in day out do you face um run, running the company single-handedly um, administration is a huge thing there's not enough hours in the day at the moment it's you know, obviously, you know, you're you're the you're the face of your own company. Naturally enough, there's an awful lot of running around. There's an awful lot of time spent on motorways, going to meet clients, site visits. Um, and then you come back to your studio in the evening and you have to send all invoices, emails, catch up. If you're working with a client like the tradesmen start at quarter to seven phone starts from that time in the morning. Um, most of my clients, because I do an awful lot of high-end residential bills, most of my clients, both people, you know, are working. So they need to talk to me at seven o'clock in the evening, eight o'clock in the evening. So your day is very, very long mm. and there's always something to do. But I think that's across the board with most sole traders, you know. Mm. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a busy time, but you just have to keep on top of it. So from my research, I've, uh, I've kind of found that you, you always wanted to go into art and you are an artist yeah. uh, and you previously worked for for Aer Lingus. How did you transition from working for a company into coming back to Griffith? 
Um, well, when I left school, when I was 18, um, I wanted to go to art college. But at that time, there was only there was only one art college here, the National College of Ireland. Um, and basically, I suppose I didn't have the maturity to, to pull the portfolio off and, you know, the, the motivation, because a lot of people, there was very few people went in the 80s, went to college. Um, that was just a fact. I think there was probably one in my year went on to third level education. Um, besides the fact that a lot of parents couldn't even afford it. So um, so it wasn't an option for me. So I did what you do. You kind of fall into a job and um, worked in the airline industry. Great buzz. Absolutely loved it. Did a lot of traveling um, had family quite young. Um, and you just kind of focused, my main focus was my family and just working part time in the airline industry, which suited me for years. Mm. Um, but there was always that passion. There was always something missing. So in a moment of madness um, in 2005, I decided to leave my pensionable job <laughs> and uh, become a full time artist. So it was the economy was booming at the at the time in mm -hmm. Dublin and um I had started to sell a couple of pieces because I was doing art um, just as a sideline at home. And my uncle um, opened a gallery in Leeson Street and sold a couple of pieces for me. And just to see, you know, seeing the, you know, the fact that my art could turn into an income somewhat, you know, I just thought, oh, here to hell with it, you know. Um, the airline industry as well was kind of going through a bit of a rough patch. So they were off offering kind of volunteer redundancy. So it just seemed like the right time. So yeah, I jumped out of the airline industry and straight into um, setting up my business as an artist. So um, yeah, started having doing exhibitions in the likes of the RDS, big exhibitions, Art Ireland exhibition. Hmm. Um, yeah, and it just went from strength to strength, really. Um, and then I kind of was pulling on, I could see all, you know, pulling on the creativity that was there and compressed for so long. Um, I just thought, okay, this is fantastic and, and it just now doesn't even feel like it's enough. So I knew I had an, a huge interest in interior design as well. So, yeah, before I knew it, I'd signed up for Griffith College and a degree in interior design. So that was it. Yeah. And what made you, because obviously you do not and you then shifted into interior design. What was, yeah. what was your steer there? Um, well, it's still, you know, you're still being as creative. You know, you have this kind of burning thing inside you that you just want to, you know, and as I said, you know, where I loved, I absolutely loved the art. And, and even that was, that was like really successful. I still have huge amount of requests for commissions and stuff. I just... I don't have the time to do both. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had my own home at, 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 at you know, obviously I had my own house, uh, family home, I had a holiday home in the west of Ireland. I was constantly changing colours, you know, making stuff, making curtains. I just knew I had had this this interest in interior design. Now, the course that I done, obviously it's very different and I didn't have a full understanding what I was letting myself in for really when I signed <laughs> up for the course. It, it's not just about, you know, making curtains and obviously painting walls. It was, it, it, there's a lot more to it. Yeah. Um, but certainly the passion and the interest was there, you know. Mm, very interesting. And 
how did you find coming back to to an education setting uh, after being you know in in the world of work and, and family and then coming back and yeah. transitioning in it was very difficult i have to say it was very difficult um you know yeah you're in the airline industry uh it's it's you know you're just you're working off a program there obviously and uh, that that kind of is is worldwide and I barely knew how to send an email, you know, because everything was done through this program. Mm. So you're coming in, you know, no idea what Photoshop is, what it does, CAD, all went over my head. I'm looking at the brochure, I'm reading it, but I don't have a full understanding of what I'm letting myself in for. All I know is that I want to be an interior designer. So the discipline, you know, yeah, I mean, it was part time, but there was a huge amount of work as well. I was running a family. So it was very, very difficult for me. But, you know, pure detail. And that's what I think comes with being a mature student. You know, I knew I wanted to do this course and the determination was there to achieve, you know, the degree, basically. So that's fab. And then you you finished uh, your qualification with Griffith and left and graduated and then went and started your own business. Yeah. Yeah, I did, but unfortunately I came out of Griffith in 2010, so the economy had literally fallen off a cliff. You know, there was no, there wasn't even a chance of getting an internship because Mm. an awful lot of architects actually, I noticed, you know, had closed down businesses and everything. There was just no work out there at all. So I decided to continue my education. Um, I did um, kind of... Uh, higher diploma in sales practice and um, management which helped me in this as well um i did cad for for manufacturing solid works i have no idea what i did that for probably just to pass the time <laughs> and i did a to start your own business course so i basically pulled myself through i suppose the worst point of of the recession mm just continuing to educate myself. But that all added to, to my business, to be honest with you. Which you know, is, it all added. Building bricks space basically to end up where I, I have done now, you know. Which is fab and obviously has worked because yeah. business has gone from strength to strength. And yes, it has. Yeah. Know, right the way up to commercial buildings, which is... Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, it's important not to forget the very basics. It's all very well having a, a degree um, in anything. But, you know, you have to remember that, you know, you do have to build a business. You need a website. You need to provide good customer service, you know, being Mm. as professional as you possibly can. You have to, you know, get on with clients. So there's a lot more than just having that piece of paper, you know, and there's a lot of work goes into that in the background. So, yes, obviously. obviously. Yeah. Um, So we'll go through to the quick fire questions, which signals the end of. Uh, yeah. The podcast. So the first one would be the best piece of advice you've ever received. I don't know whether there is any, just any one thing, really. I mean, in my opinion, the best advice that I could give, really, is it, it's it, there's a huge amount of, you'll achieve a huge amount from networking. So it's taking advice from other people, but there's no one individual thing that anyone ever said to me but there's lots of little things that helped me develop over over time to be honest with you you know um and it was just small things again it was about you know the background of of, of building your business um network as much as you possibly can 
go to the Institute for Designers in Ireland, the um, Interiors Association, go and meet other people because you'll learn from them, hmm. even if it's small snippets from lots of different people, you know, but nothing really stands out at this moment in time anyway. And your future plans? Future plans is to keep the head down, work hard, graft hard, because that's what I do. I mean, I don't even know how many hours I work. Um, I said, and, and set yourself goals every, this year my goal was to work in the commercial industry. Goal achieved. Um, yeah, so I'm quite determined as a person overall. So I set myself goals and, and I achieve them. So it's it's hard work. Um, it's work hard, keep pushing forward. And then I think my end game is to end up hopefully coming back to Griffith College as a lecturer. <laughs> so please, God, that's the long term um, objective anyway. But as long as um, the economy and the construction in industry is as busy as it is, it's just to work hard, you know, and keep going. Hmm. So, Would you have any specific advice that you'd give to kind of a new graduate that's just picking up the parchment and about to leave Griffith College and entering that world of work? The main thing is, you know, you can't do it alone. I mean, it's it's very different, you know, doing fantastic projects in college. It's very a different um, situation when you leave college. And you do feel, now I do know, I know we were going through a recession and there was a f feeling of isolation. There was a feeling of, of, you know, what am I supposed to do now? It was a very different time, but I still think you will get... You know, unless you're going straight into an internship or something, you're, you you have to network, you have to get in with other people, you have to see how, how different people operate. You have to decide, you have to define what your business is going to be as well. Mm. I found there was a division um, in our course, basically, of, of the people who were more interested in the architectural end, who loved doing 3D visuals, who absolutely loved sitting in front of a computer you know, and doing CAD drawings, um, hours of CAD drawings. You know, the, the line in the sand, the flip side was, it was the people who loved the creative element of it. Mm. You know, it was the colour, the soft furnishings, um, pulling everything together, the presentation, all that sort of stuff. And of course, I was on the creative side. Um, so what I'm doing as a sole trader really suits me. Mm. Yet somebody else might much prefer to work as part of a team in an architectural office. You know, so you need to define what you want to do when you leave. You need to know where you're heading um, and stick with that. Um, and yeah, network. Go to the Dublin Enterprise Board, set up a website and just go for it, basically. <laughs> That's good advice. Uh, finally, the last question that I've, uh, I've been asking all my guests is, how would you describe Griffith College in three words? In three words, um, inspirational, I suppose, informative and supportive. Supportive is, is what the word I'm looking for. There was great support at the time um, from the lectures, uh, which really kind of kept me going because I found it so difficult to go through the three years. I suppose the discipline, you know, was the discipline for me was hard because it was a new discipline for me. Mm. Um, and the support was fantastic. So supportive. Fabulous. So thank you very much, uh, Regina, for, for coming in and speaking to us. I think uh, really interesting guest and really interesting to hear your journey 
to date. I'd like to thank all the listeners, and we'll see you next time at the next podcast. So it's goodbye from me, and goodbye from Jim. Yeah, bye, thanks.